Hey everybody, welcome back to the Couch Commentators Podcast, the fastest growing podcast in the nation and some would say the world. As always, I have got James, Brandon and Dan with me and we are here to talk all things sports, so sit back and enjoy. All right, gentlemen, um, geez, busy weekend, wasn't it? Uh, James, mate, how was your weekend? Yeah, I had a work Christmas party. Um, yeah, so plenty of drinks drank. Um, I found my talent, I'll get into that a bit later on. But um, yeah, after that, it was, uh, you know how it is, recovery mode for the rest of the weekend and uh, try to be good for work on Monday. <laughs> Usually the case, isn't it? How about you, Brandon? Yeah, mate. Uh, we had the live stream on the Sunday, so that was a, a big event for us. Um, looking forward to doing more of them. And also, you know, the intro has a lot more meaning this week um, with the fastest growing podcast. Again, we'll get into that soon, but like, wow. <laughs> All right, how about you, Dan? Yeah, I had a pretty quiet weekend, you know, just came over here on Sunday with the live stream and that was pretty much it, eh? Yeah. Didn't really do anything else. Very nice. Fair enough, mate, fair enough. Um, um, we'll dive straight, straight into the accountability segment, guys, because once again, it's, it's, it's dire reading. So we keep talking about our favourite parts of the podcast every week. This is my least favourite by yeah. far. <laughs> until, until we get half decent at punting, then... Um, <laughs> until those no longer say losses. <laughs> well, I mean, I had that week where I was five in a row, but... I mean, I think that was about it's that been was a the long start time. of Spring Carnival, dude. So, <laughs> As Jared Hayden would say, it's been a long time. Um, I'm going to throw up an excuse. I couldn't find anything I liked last week and just found a two-year-old favorite. Of course, come the day of the race, it went from $2 out to $3 and the thing $3 into $2 one. So, um, look, I had a shocker. I can't even remember the name of the horse. Um, yeah, it was, it was quite upsetting. Uh, it was Dancing Storm. Oh, God, that's it. Dancing and Storm for Hill. Jake Toroke and Richard right, Dolly. Oh, goodness me, yeah. <laughs> Look, quite upsetting, but um, I suppose it is what it is. And But this week, I've done my form properly, and I've got a win. Um, Brandon, goodness yeah, me, mate. mate. Could, we get, could we get any more unlucky here with the big boy? <laughs> tough. It's, t- it's tough to see the uh, slow decline of one of the, one of the greatest horses in Australian racehorsing history, uh, some would say. Uh, maybe Cody would be the, the one person <laughs> specifically. But no, nah, it, it almost won, but it was just uh, like at, right at the end, by inches we're talking. And uh, J-Mac tried to get it there, but uh, as, as we said, old age, what, nine years old? Yeah, mate. Got to be one of its last races, I would say. You can't, you can't beat Father Time. Yeah. I had a true shock of myself listening to the podcast on Monday because I was busy on Friday, didn't watch it over the weekend. And here it is, say, Zaki, sure big, way too good for the field. Tell <laughs> me what I do. Fuck. Yeah. Rough. What about you, Dan? How was your decision? I didn't even watch it. And it <laughs> fucking probably shat the bed. Yeah, mate. Dead, it's probably still running. Detonator Jack, um, mate, he, he had his grand final two weeks ago in the uh, the gong run, mate. Fuck. But, um, yeah, very, very upsetting. And then Stay we also patient. had... Oh? Stay patient, Dan. Decision fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, two in a row. Yeah, remember, I had those two in a row when he hit the, the grand final and then to win the grand final. The one thousand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, back the backing favorite. Jim Jim's jam went the uh, went the young fellas, the two year olds. Uh, yeah. Deep joy. Yeah, look, I didn't actually watch the race. Didn't finish top four, so I didn't even bother checking it to see how it ran. It's probably still running. There you uh, go. Yeah. And then, of course, guys, our horse racing multi uh, took an. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, we will endeavor to do better, and we will we will do our form guides this week. I heard 2024 is our season. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right I, off I've, these I've heard that weeks. too, which is fantastic. 
But um, okay, let, let's get that somber bullshit out of the way. This this is the important stuff. This is the important stuff. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I think we're kind of a big. Getting stopped in the street. Yep. Getting, Only because I'm not wearing pants, but. <laughs> yeah, stopped by the police. Not, uh, not, not, not different people on the street. But um, guys, we've had a video reach uh, over 66,000 views. 67,000 views, actually, yeah. from what I remember. Um, I, need, I need opinions. I need thoughts, guys. Spitball some shit at me. How do we feel? Over the moon, you know. Uh, I feel my head's just getting bigger and bigger each day. Um, I don't I know if it's uh, my editing or if it's Lucas's great hosting ability, but, uh, you know, the fans loved it. The fans did love it. And, uh, you know, we still have Dan's opinion on uh, what what uh, beer. Is it your beer now or is it not your beer now? <laughs> Who knows? But everyone loved it. It seemed like we had people from America, Europe, yep. you know. And uh, it's kind of changed my life. Uh, you know, I've I've been trying to buy stuff with TikTok views now, but uh, yeah. it seems like no one's taking it. Apparently having a blue tick doesn't mean you're better than anyone else, which is super weird. And uh, apparently waiting for our blue tick <laughs> doesn't help us either. <laughs> but, um, yeah, guys, so we, we have, we've had more views. 67,000 people have viewed that, that video. So... Combank Stadium holds 30,000 people. That's bigger than Suncorp, isn't it? Suncorp's 50. Yeah, Suncorp's, Suncorp's 50, 50, yeah. So that, that is Suncorp and then Campbelltown Stadium all rolled into one. Watching us, watching me get, you know, rinsed by some bloke in the comments because he thinks <laughs> I've got a speech impediment. <laughs> where did we? Play, mate. That was pretty funny. <laughs> where did Willie? Where did Willie and Quag. <laughs> but, um, uh, Dan, come on, mate. Give me something. Mate, I, I feel like that, like, I could just walk out my front door and there'll be 30 paparazzi just trying to take photos of me. I feel that famous even though red, red carpet. Even though I wasn't in the video. That's crazy. And 30, well, 66,000 people have seen my mug and heard mine and James's laughs back to back. That, that's, that's stuff of dreams. I think that's where the majority of the views came from. All yeah. the, you know, mates is mates is mates. We're going, look at these cunts laughing. Look, I did have the, uh, the gun show out last one as well. So I think you that did. could, uh, oh. yeah, that's what I've got oh, about look again. at him. That's his double yeah, up double on the gun show. <laughs> on the tan line show. Absolute bomb. This yeah. bloke just won't wear a shirt for the rest of the podcast. Well, look, I'll take it off if I have to. <laughs> now, guys, serious question. Has the fame changed you, James? Yeah, quitting my job. Um, don't know exactly how I'll be living in the next meantime. Uh, I haven't heard too much good stories about how much TikTok uh, views give money, but um, I'm sure we'll find a way. Sponsorships, but we've got the fake ad reads. Yep. So um, it's only a matter of time, really. Dude, I've what you know what I've seen? I've seen these chicks put in their TikTok. Um. Um, OnlyFans. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and look, these chicks—they've got not a fucking brain cell in them, right? But they post photos of themselves naked online. We could try selling our feet, mate. We don't even need to do that, dude. This guy's famous, mate. He's got sixty-six thousand views. We're all famous. Look, if Nick Curios can get sponsored by OnlyFans, surely yeah. I can have an OnlyFans page get some traction. Yeah. Surely, what, what? there's a thing for mullet porn or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You've got to be right. You've got to be. If there is, I'm growing a mullet. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon, mate, has, uh, has the fame changed you? Well, yeah. I mean, as I did say, look, I've been trying to buy stuff with our TikTok views. Not really going too well for me, but 
um, yeah, you know, just being that famous, is it's a bit tough. I've been signing autographs left, right and centre. But uh, other than that, you know, same old me, same yeah. same person, yeah. How about you, Dan? Yeah, look, it has changed me. I've had actually had to um, pay for some security guards at my house. Yep, oh, yep. Wow. It's just, just been that much paparazzi. I couldn't get to my car to come here today. Yeah, that's why you were late. <laughs> like, oh, honestly. Bloody yeah. yeah, well, I've actually gone from being called Lucas to uh, I don't respond to you unless you call me Mr. Lucas. <laughs> hey, Lucas. So, um, so, oh, uh, actually yeah, look, it's, it's, um, it's, it's actually, it's a, you know, piss take aside. It's actually a massive achievement. It's uh, pretty bloody awesome. And uh, we thank the fans, uh, all the followers, subscribers, watchers, listeners, viewers, all that sort of jazz. We thank you all for your support. Yeah, we're just chatting a lot of shit just then. But yeah, <laughs> to our friends and family who also uh, run the numbers up. Thanks, guys, and, yeah, uh, yeah. and our fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, been hitting a couple of miles to earn with the YouTube and stuff. Yeah. So it's been good. good and stuff. during the live stream, because of that video, we also hit a hundred followers on TikTok. Hey, there you go. Yeah, good. Which is great it's, stuff. It's not but much, it's, um, but it's something. It's something. That's right, mate. On, on the way. Uh, so James, mate, you've got a uh, you've got a fantastic story for all of us. We're we're eager to hear, mate. So yeah, Friday work Christmas party. Um, we start off the day. We head out to some axe throwing, and I think I found my talent. So I've got this um, board up there and how it's scored. So and they call the top green ones. They're the clutch, right? So you play five rounds. You can only aim for the clutch on the fifth round. So it's like all right to win, yeah. need seven points, yep, sort of yep. stuff. Um, most of the time, though, we were just gentlemen agreeing because we're all there for fun, try and hit the seven. Yep. So I play my first two games. They're a bit scratchy, but I get uh, two wins. My third game, I go bullseye. 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 I hit a three. I should mention before this, we were told 25 or 27 is counted as a perfect game and you will get an axe to bring home. Oh. So I'm currently on uh, 18. Uh, I'm already always going clutch. Bang. Hit the first clutch out of anyone uh, for the day. Yep. So already, great start. That's, I've, I've already figured out the game of axe throwing, haven't I? Right. Hit a clutch. Play the next game. I, well, I'm, I'm uh, winning this one. What do I do? I hit another one. Hit my second clutch. <laughs> Nobody else in the whole place is hitting a clutch. Right, um, right, right. Uh, the guy's telling us, this is actually ridiculous. Nobody <laughs> hits this fucking shot. My next game, I'm actually down by six <laughs> with one shot to go. Nah. Oh, sorry. No, there was one game in between. And then I'm the game after that, I'm down by six with one shot to go. We gentlemen agree. We go up top. I hit another clutch shot. I win that game. So at this stage, I'm uh, undefeated. I'm flying, hitting these clutch shots for fun. My, at that point, I think we even worked out my clutch shot percentage, like aiming for clutch shots, was a much higher rate than my bullseye percentage <laughs> because anytime I didn't hit a bullseye, yeah. So I'm pretty ridiculous at this. Yep, yep. We go on. I uh, make the final. So we, it was a round robin, make the final. I win that. But then. Are you talking shit? 
No, no, all of you, all of you. No, 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 like, are you talking shit to the other people you're playing against? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm saying get me a shirt that has Mr. Clutch on it because I'm here, baby. Yeah. So after beating all of my work base, which was, that's nice. Um, already the axe throwing god, the pro that had been scoring for us and running us through the day. It's down by six with one to go. So I start off the round. I go, I threw a three. And a one, and I'm going, oh, fuck. Five, 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 three bullseyes. Yep. I'm back in, down by six. We both got up. He scored a currently perfect uh, t- uh, 20. Yep. Like four, four shots, four bullseyes. <laughs> Bang. He misses. Yep. <laughs> Bang. I hit. <laughs> Everyone goes off. He has to buy me a beer. <laughs> You can just see the disbelief in his face. He's just been rolled by a guy playing his first ever game of axe throwing. Oh, that sounds awesome. That's fucking D-clutch. awesome. Yeah, Mr. New Clutch. Ni- new nickname, Mr. Clutch. Yeah, that was uh, the start of my work Christmas party. Then uh, it was a nice uh, pub crawl. Yeah, that's, well, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> now, my question to you, yep. Dan, actually, what are you going to ask him? I was going to ask, where's his axe? Yeah, fucking oath, dude. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Because we all, we're thinking... Maybe like a small little axe or something that would say something. Maybe like yay big. We were joking around at the start going, how am I going to bring an axe in that's like that into the pubs that we're about to go to yeah. or through Sydney? But um, then he comes out. He came out with this really beautiful axe. And we're like, uh, out we're getting that. Oh, <laughs> it's a fucking game. So I get this. But if you read it, it actually says perfect game on it. Perfect game. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you know what? You know what? You should have that bloke's job. Yeah. You should. Have, you should have taken his wage for the day. But the way it happened, it was almost super. like I did it on purpose. Like, oh, I'm just happened to be six points behind. <laughs> that's um. Oh, that's mildly impressive, James. So uh, yeah, I ended up with four uh, four clutches out of eight games. Where's this at, Lindsay? Uh, this one was in Marrickville, and okay. there's a couple around there and stuff. I think there's, I one, there's in one in Wollongong as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that sounds um sounds quite fun. I might give it a go. I just don't want to play you for anything on the line though. <laughs> so, uh, and you can't drink there. Yeah, apparently. you can't. Oh, you can drink there. You can't drink while you're playing. At least at this one. Yeah, okay. I think it was a council thing or something. Yeah, fair. And it's axes, so it's probably yeah, pretty fucking dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> yeah. oh, not with my, my problem. Yeah, I'm actually, if that was there, I'd, be, I'd, I'd do this. I'd do this one. You know, put the old hand out. Hit, hit just above here. Yeah. Well, put your um, hand around the seven and just open up your fingers. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, fucking hell. I could, I'd love to do axe throwing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the new yeah uh, everyone's probably calling you a, a you know an axe shark axe shark axe shark well yeah uh, after after i hit a perfect game the definite call was are you sure you haven't played <laughs> and then we'd start making the joke of yeah check the work tracker i'm here every lunch <laughs> <laughs> all right well um look it's it seems like dan's got another one for us too dan's got a um he's got a story Look, it's it's not as good as James's story. It's no like Mr. Clutch moment or anything. But my story is, I think I'm a, immune to the big vid. The Go vid. on, the COVID nineteen. Explain. So, I think middle of last year, both of my parents had COVID. I lived with them, was in the same house with them, two weeks, didn't get COVID whatsoever. Up until that point, I'd. Not got COVID whatsoever at all. 
So the last week, my mum's had COVID. I've tested negative twice. So I've come to the conclusion that I am immune to COVID. What's your secret? I reckon you're that healthy that COVID can't do anything to you. Yeah, I am that healthy. Yeah, I hope someone childhood asthma is that healthy. Yeah. I hope someone cuts this clip up for when Dan has COVID, and we're like, <laughs> Dan can't come in this <laughs> week. And then, and then you have the curb your enthusiasm uh, music at the back. <laughs> cut this yeah, up. Cut this up. <laughs> I reckon I'm immune to COVID. Or, or the, like always sunny episode. The gang gets COVID. <laughs> it's a bit weird, like that, isn't it, Dan? Like, you know, you. As you're saying, you know, your, your parents had it last year, your mum's had it now, and um, you haven't got to be in the same household, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Did you end up getting it, James? Uh, probably. That's because he, he came up negative, but like was so, so sick. sick. And then, and then, then I ended it. up getting positive. Uh, I, think like... I just had a couple of negative um, results. <laughs> and Maybe you guys were swapping saliva again, or well, I mean, swapping tests again. <laughs> <laughs> we don't oh, talk about that. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, yeah. um,. We'll move on. Uh, we've got we've got some signings here, guys. We've got some uh, some extremely large contracts being signed in the in the world of professional sport. I thought you were talking about us with TikTok and not yet, not yet. That's, that's soon yeah. to come. But uh, guys, firstly, John Rahm, the world's number one golfer, has signed for Live Golf from the PGA for somewhere in the region between three hundred to six hundred million US dollars. Um, that's, I don't know what to say other than that's an absurd amount of money. Yeah. It's also an absurd um, gap that's in that's being reported, like yeah. 300 well, to 600 million. I think I saw it at four, oh, at 450. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So that's the thing. It's probably that. It's probably somewhere around the middle. Yeah. Either way, if he knows, if he's not giving me any, you can, you know, get fucked. But he's um such a fantastic golfer. But yeah, now off to, off to live golf a couple of tournaments a year now. That's it. We'll have to see him in Adelaide when he uh, when Live Golf comes uh, around. When does eh? Live Golf go to Adelaide? Uh, it's next year, year sometime. It's early, isn't it? February, yeah, March, something like that. Exactly. Next, who knows, guys? Next up could be Min Woo Lee. Yeah, could be Woozy. Hey, Woozy. I'd pray oh, for our that. man. <laughs> our man Woozy. I love the uh, the live stream we had, and uh, on Sunday we we actually had a question a, a question about who John Ra was for Matty C. Stunned as a ballot, did not know. Yep. Then we had uh, Dan got the same question, <laughs> and also said a very good golfer. <laughs> you don't know who the fuck he is. He's the uh, Spanish world number one golfer. He's an absolute weapon. But, uh, well, he's got a monster drive on him. That good that he's worth 450. He was first starting to sign people yep. and bagged the shit out of it and said, I'll never sign for no. And you couldn't put a uh, check big enough in front of me. And here we are. Next thing you know, they put a check big enough in front of him to go. Ah, that's big when you see Cam Smith still being able to play every PGA. Um, yeah, event. Yeah, event. Or at least the um the majors. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, so, isn't it? What you're saying is live golf to sign us soon, because uh, we're pretty good golfers as yeah. well, obviously, obviously, and uh, you know, whatever money they want to throw at us, I won't take it. Wink. <laughs> yeah. Well, wink, um, wink. I mean that's that's a big contract, but I'm sure you'll all have seen guys Shohei Otani. Has signed the biggest contract ever in the history of professional sport, and possibly the weirdest. Possibly the weirdest, yes. So he's moved on from the uh, the Angels to the LA Dodgers, seven hundred million dollars for ten years. Uh, but there is word that he will only be paid twenty million the first 
10 years and the rest what? is to be paid later. Yeah. Six hundred. So after, after, he after his finishes career. this um, thing, he'll then get 68 million a year for t- another 10 years. Yeah. It's, um, he is probably the most unique player in, um, in baseball being that he's an, a ridiculous pitcher, a ridiculous, um, hitter as well. Um, all this money really just makes me think if cricket was big in the US, imagine what an all rounder like Andrew Simons would have been paid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see, we get glimpses of it with um, the IPL being a small yeah. part of a year, but still have still generating millions and the players getting paid millions for, for sure. it. But um, yeah. Jeez. Ridiculous money, isn't it? And I'll tell you what, mate, I've tried to watch baseball. I really have. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, look, I obviously don't watch baseball either, right? I'm sort of surprised that this is one of the first super elite Japanese players because I'm pretty sure it's their national sport. No, they're, yeah, it is their national yeah. sport, and they're all good. This bloke's just that good. Like he's, yeah. he's top class yeah. at, at both pitching and hitting, yeah. like, and yeah. it's just such a rarity. But um, I didn't think there was even that much money in Baseball. <laughs> oh, man, so there was a player about. There's no salary caps either. Yeah, yeah. So there was a like, player called Mike Trout a few years ago signed this monster contract as well. You know what? I'm going to find out. Hang to our gentleman. He signed a 12 year, 427 million dollar contract with the LA Angels. Fucking oh, hell. Yep. Um, and that was in 2019. So, nice. You know, it's ridiculous money in. Uh, and that's why baseball. they couldn't. Uh, <laughs> they couldn't afford Shohei. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone tried to afford Shohei. I do you. You can't. <laughs> um, Man City could sign him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Uh, Erling Haaland earns that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just send Erling Haaland somewhere and you'll just be able to sign him. But it's crazy that um, like, for the next 10 years, you'll only be earning $2 million a year. Like, that is not a lot of money for an athlete of his caliber. Like That's true. Like Cleary's on close to 1.5 playing a little game like um, rugby league. Like, but I guess they don't want to pay him, say, for three years, paying 68 million. And he goes, you know what? I think I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> I've just made 200 million. They need a couple of incentivized somehow. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. Money's taken over in the world of fresh sport, as always. Good to be good. Good to be good. Uh, James, yes, we've um, mate. I, I know everyone's been, uh, you know, watching and listening and waiting. You have got another ad read for us. Yes, uh, so I'm. I, I like to try and spread them around, but due to recent events, this one is going oh, back no. to you, Lucas. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, fuck. I can okay. see where this is going. All right. <laughs> there you go. The script. Must have been written recently. Yeah, this was written um, this afternoon at about five o'clock before my shower. All right. Today's podcast is brought to you by Benji's Cleaning Services. So you've missed spring, but don't think you've missed out. Call Benji for a complete summer clean out. We will get rid of all all the useless things around your club. We'll throw you. We'll throw your old top hat and trench coat out that you've had for too long or even clean out your whole boardroom. All of the rubbish, Pasco. Sorry, slip of the tongue there. Must go. <laughs> go clean out your house, office, or club with Benji's Cleaning Services. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking gold. 
Oh, man, I can't believe you stumbled on your words there, yeah, Lucas. Yeah. Why did you Everything mention Pasco? Why did you mention Pasco, Lucas? I'm sorry, mate. It, just... it was leading me that way. Yeah. It was. I'm telling you, it was proper leading me that way. Mm. Uh, uh, good stuff. Well read. Swans again. That's fantastic, mate. Well done. Well done. He, he doesn't miss. He doesn't miss. <laughs> he doesn't miss. It's great. I put on so much pressure on myself. <laughs> oh, fuck it all. Well, um, well, I, I assume we'll get into that bit more a bit later. But um, James, do you have any cricket chat for us this week, mate? Yes, yes, yes. Um, all ears, mate. Bit of cricket chat. Not as eventful as last week. That yeah. stuff sort of simmered down between um, Warner and Mitchell. Uh, turns out, um. Uh, Mitchell's sacking from the Triple M commentary was overly exaggerated. I'm pretty sure he's still there for this first test. Okay. Um, since then, we've had the Big Bash start, and we got two games. And then the next game um, got cancelled due to rain. And <laughs> the, next, uh, the next game... Oh, sorry. Also, the Prime Minister's 11, um, a cover um, had a hole in it or something like that. Yes. Then, yeah, a, one game of the Big Bash was rain, I'm pretty sure, and another game, the pitch was wet. Oh, I might be getting this mixed up because there's so many different wet pitches. So much fuckery. I think the hole was in the, the Big Bash. Anyway, the ball was coming off the deck and going everywhere, and was the game was deemed unfit to play. Yeah. Quinton de Kock <laughs> takes a ball at keeper, the ball's fucking jagged off the seam, cut back at the batsman, just sort of missed him in the head. the cock takes it one hand, puts it down, and then just puts his hand in his head like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I seen another one that went the other way, like it went yeah. away from the batsman, yeah. and he had to fucking dive to catch it. Yeah, like, like they made the right call, but um, yeah, uh, it's funny, we bagged out India a lot for their shit pitches, uh, Intentional or not, probably intentional. Uh, but we've accidentally put out a couple of fucking shit ones. Yeah, I suppose it's not too funny when it's happening to us, is it? Yeah, but <laughs> at least ours aren't intentional. Although, we might be doing a bit of an India. <laughs> Have you guys seen the uh, the pitch for the first test? Nah, I've not. Nah, if anything anything happens in Adelaide, I usually ignore. Yeah, um, it's... Live golf. Looking pretty... Uh, pretty pretty bouncy yeah yeah it looks green? like it's not so green maybe he now let i haven't seen it for today yeah. but um yeah he was <laughs> a quote was i'm seeing how far i can push it who said that the, the, green the greenskeeper yeah. good, good god i don't i don't think it was um the guys from uh, uh brandon's mates the Cronulla sports ground management yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so, <laughs> so expect a bit of a bit of a hard and fast one um so other than that, first test starts tomorrow. Let's go. So yesterday for everyone listening to this, um, team, you would imagine pretty much the team that finished uh, at England. Yep. Who, um, Mitch Marsh keeps his job. Um, the great Australian battle that happened in the Prime Minister's 11. Renshaw came out on top of that. Yeah, I thought he would have. Um, the other three scored 50, so it's not like they did shit. Yeah. But he scored 138. Ren- <laughs> so, obvious winner there. Um, yeah, summer of cricket about to start. Uh, we should win 5-0. Do um, you want to do some predictions? I'll go... F- isn't, isn't both series three tests? No, no, it's on the West Indies is two tests. Oh, okay. That's stupid. Yeah. They're just sort of out here to get beat. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Although, <laughs> I'm jumping all over the place. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. All right, mate. What's, what's Before your Before we prediction? get into our summer, of, our Australian summer, it's a quick uh, segment that we all love. Uh, everyone laugh at England. <laughs> guess who lost their first uh, one-day series to the West Indies in almost ever since the last time they were good? Let me guess. Uh, let me guess. Uh, what was your guess, Lucas? I'm going to say the Poms, mate. Yes, 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 oh, the Poms. They, uh, me. Uh, they continued their World Cup form against a team that didn't make the World Cup <laughs> yep. and lost 2-1. All right, so back to the Australian summer. We're starting. So I reckon... Five nil, obviously Australia. Yep. I think um, I'm going to take Darkie as our uh, top wicket taker, and we'll go through the. Oh, we'll just go the first three tests. We'll go each series, and then I'm actually going to go David Warder to be top run scorer because the Pakistan bowling attack shouldn't get him out, and he's just going to score about 600 runs <laughs> before he retires at Sydney. So, um, L- Lucas. Okay, uh, I agree with you. I'm saying 5-0. I don't yep. think Pakistan have a whole lot for us. Uh, we'll, yeah, sorry, 3-0. We'll, we'll do the two um, later. 3-0. Okay, so I'm going to say the 3-0 there. Um, I feel like, uh, once again, yeah, Mitch Stark. Yep. Mitch Stark will uh, take, the, take the most amount of wickets there. And um, I, I don't think he can go past Marnus, mate. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think once he gets in, he'll... he'll uh, well, he won't stay in, but... I, oh, I just, he definitely could. He, he could, and I love, I love just his style of batting and his style of play, mate. So I, I think Marnus is the top run scorer. Brendan, ah, uh, yes, I'm thinking free nil as well, which is uh, crazy, oh, yeah. guys. Um, I'm thinking Dreamy Blue Eyes will uh, get the top wickets. Yep, our uh, man Patty C, Pat Cummins, and then uh, I'm with Lucas on Marnus. I think Labushagni will uh, will turn up a couple times. So yep, I'm, I'm liking him. Yeah. I reckon it'll be three 0 Mitchell Stark will take most wickets, but Pat will be a close second. Ooh, yep. close. And I'm going Travis Head for the most runs. He hizzle. So my only worry about that is I don't know if he gets a bat. We've got to lose a few wickets yeah, for him to lose, what, get in. Five wickets for him to get in. <laughs> I'm gonna go back on that statement and say minus Labuschagne. <laughs> Labuschagne. Labuschagne. Nice. There you go. I think it's hard done by a great Australian record. Uh, yeah. The inform opener. Uh, he, uh, we could just see matches where both him and Warner don't get out and they just yeah. have a fucking net. I mean, I'd love that. <laughs> if they're saying it like beach balls, I'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, off to a great summer of cricket. Everyone, I'm sure, will be so enthralled. Um, yeah, that's cricket wrapped. I can't wait for Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't wait for some minus Labashang shit talk. <laughs> uh, well, that's a hell of a lot of cricket chat there, and it'll—it's uh, going to pick up over the next few weeks, as as we're all uh, now well aware of. All right, guys. Now for this week's uh, guest, the famous athlete, I will be running it. I have got my athlete chosen. Um, very exciting. I'm sure the boys will uh, will get this. I sure bloody hope. So we're uh, going to give them 90 seconds. All of us are going. What do you reckon? Do you reckon all, or all do you just want once. one? Yeah. You'll need it. Dan's yeah, going to go be all. editing furiously. <laughs> Dan's, Dan's going to be sitting there furiously in silence once you find out which sport it is. So, uh, gentlemen, start your engines. Go. NBA. No. Cricket. No. NRL. No. Hockey. No. No. Uh, Baseball. No. Uh, 
Race car. No. UFC. Yes. Ooh. Light heavyweight. No. Cody Hendricks. No. Heavyweight. No middleweight, no heavyweight. Uh, featherweight. No. Jose Aldo. Phantom weight. No. What's the little... Super fat cunt weight. <laughs> Welterweight? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. Current I'm fighter? Finished. Current fighter. Okay. Champion? No. Ex-champion? No. Uh, Ex-UFC current... champion? Yeah. No. Currently ranked? Currently ranked. Okay. In the welterweight. So he's an ex-other company champion. He, he very well could be, okay. yes. Okay. Um... Hmm. Don't even know my weight division. So until you seconds. start saying some names, I'm seconds. fucked. <laughs> Welterweight has a uh, Kamaru Usman, um, Leon Edwards, Colby Covington. No, no, no. Fifteen <laughs> uh, <laughs> seconds. Top five. Yes. Okay. Oh. Not even sure if he's in that. Pretty sure. Pretty sure he's fifth or sixth. <laughs> fifth or sixth. Oh god. Dillashaw. Six. Five. I have four. no other questions. Watch this weekend. Three. Oh, crap. What was he saying? Guys, that's time. This is final guess. Okay, well, you guys can have your final guess. I'm trying to think. I haven't even really... Uh, I know this card's great, and I will watch it. It shows how much I actually deep dive into the sport. Uh, between cricket and rugby league, I'm fucked, so I've got no clue. <laughs> Damn. Just say Brock Lesnar or something, mate. <laughs> Get the misery out of the way. I don't fucking know. Um... I don't know any welterweight fighters. Brandon? So he could be... He's, you love him. I'll tell you right now. I'll give you a little hint. You love him. And he's exciting. Love oh. him and he's exciting. I don't know what fucking... He's, he's not American. Does it start with P? No. God damn it. Uh, I don't even think he's welterweight anyway. I thought this fight this week... Well, well, this week is um the title fight, isn't it? It is, but well, it's not like an, an undercard. Yeah. Oh no, I haven't even looked at it. I'm just trying to. Let's let's just go through the top. So <laughs> you got Leon, you got Usman. Is it Gilbert Burns? It's not Gilbert Burns. Oh, damn. <laughs> it is not Gilbert Burns. The Good. answer is Shavkat Rachmanov. Oh, I didn't know he was oh, that yeah. high up, man. Yeah, he, dude, he's fighting Wonderboy this weekend. Yeah, man. That's... He's going to kill Wonderboy. He's going to send him to that. retirement. I, 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 I had heard that and thought uh, oh. poor Wonderboy's getting fed to the wolves. Yeah. But, yeah, I just don't pay enough attention to yeah. retain his name. Well, dude, so, so Wonderboy won his last fight. Dana White then asked him to fight for the title or fight someone, and Wonderboy said no. And then, like, two weeks later, after Dana was really annoyed, he announced him versus Shavkat. So it's <laughs> a proper fucking grubby move by Dana. Uh, yeah, poor bloke. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Shavkat, wow, well, what a weapon. If yeah. There was a time where it could have been him versus Hamza, and that would have been a fight been of good. all fights. Yeah. But, uh, he's Maybe a, one day, mate. Yeah, well, we don't know. He's, he's definitely the future of that division, you'd think. Mm. <laughs> Look, let's stay on the UFC side of things here. Now, the fight night was on the weekend. Um, on Sunday, I oh, know you you blokes might not have watched a whole heap other than the the main event that we watched here, but um, I just thought we'd bring up two fights in particular: the light heavyweight co-main event between Khalil Roundtree Jr. and Anthony Smith. Um, that's the first one. Whenever Khalil Roundtree fights, you need to watch it because he is like just he's violence personified. He is a fucking weapon of a fighter. You know, throws 
just the cleanest kicks, just pure power, um, but also super respectful. Like I'm sure you guys saw that knockout, and he was holding his yeah. fist up above Anthony Smith, like waiting to bring it down, but obviously wanting the ref to stop in. Yeah. Ah, oh, yes, yes, I did see yeah. that. I yeah. did see that. He dropped him, yeah. holding his fist up, going, ref, come on, don't make me do it. Um, yeah, his Muay Thai is just so clean. Saved him some uh, brain damage there. That, that's the, uh, a, that's <laughs> one to show to the mums that cry and complain about it. Yeah. Look, see, he's all right. Yeah. But then for every one of them, you get Francis and Garner who just killed yeah. Alistair Overeem. <laughs> yeah. Swinging at him when he's out. So, um, oh, yeah, look, big things for Khalil Roundtree Jr. next. He's now ranked, I want to say, seventh, sixth. I think that's mm. where, where um, Anthony Smith was. So, I suppose the only thing is you've got to keep him away from wrestlers. Otherwise, mm. he just gets wrestled. That's you need to keep him away from wrestlers. Like, give him like a Yuri Prochaska or a... Um, give him Alex Pereira. <laughs> give him a, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think that's another level. Leading to the wheel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your Muay Thai might be nice, but you're not Alex Pereira yeah. nice. So. That was uh, Alex Smith. He's fallen off, eh? <laughs> Anthony Smith? Oh, Anthony Smith. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's... um. Well, he's he's got a good commentating gig as well for the yeah. UFC half the time now as well, or like an analyst thing. He does very well there. Yeah. Um, But then you had the main event, which was Song Yadong against Chris Gutierrez. Uh, Gutierrez step, stepping in on oh, oh, late-ish notice, but um, I tell you, it honestly seemed like Song when we were watching it. He could have ended that fight whenever he wanted to if he wanted to keep it standing. I remember it was like was it round four? There was like four minutes and like nineteen seconds. Yeah, of just ground that, control. Yeah, the, playing in his guard, just Song peppering him, him ground. And then, would um, you like to see the ref stand that up more? Like there wasn't a lot of progressing, but oh, he man. was doing stuff. We sound like such a casual when we say yeah. yes, but. Um, like four minutes of a round is a lot. A, and, and, you know, you weren't advancing. You were yeah. really just, you know, throwing little pot shots at him. I think, yeah, yeah. there should be a stand-up somewhere in there. Um, But look, we'll, we'll see if that ever happens. In the future. I suppose Dana probably would have us. He didn't. Get the fuck up, you goof. But it, it's casual and everything else. But when you're not progressing anything, it's not even fun to watch. Yeah. Like, even if you're a jujitsu or, um, yeah. Wrestling brand, yeah, like that. yeah, but um, guys, UFC talk next week's going to be big. Um, the last numbered pay per view of the year, UFC 296. Yep, um, Brandon Royval versus uh, Alexandra Pantoja, and then you've got Olby versus Leon and uh, Wonderboy versus Shavkat. Good god, there's some great fights this Sunday. Isn't, isn't Paddy fighting this weekend? Paddy's fighting the corpse of Tony Ferguson. And isn't Ian Gary as well? Is Ian Gary fighting? Yeah, he is. He is the cut. Because there's, there's a lot Kobe of ta- pumped. bit of hype about um, like how much Colby's going to probably rip into him about his uh, situation with Sean Strickland. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and his quick one. Just, just a prediction on the main event. Who wins? Leon or Colby? James? Uh, Leon. Dragon Leon? Brandon? I think Leon as well. I think Colby's been out of it for so long, man. What about what about you, Dan? What do you think it's a? Just because them two said Leon, I'm saying Leon. I've got a horrible feeling that Colby Covington is going to walk forward and just grab a hold of him and wrestle him. Yeah. yeah. I, that I honestly think he wins by um by cuddle. By cuddle. Yeah. He just hasn't had like <laughs> that. Means he's not active at all. Dude, I, know. <laughs> I know he's not active at all, but but it's like. You know, being active doesn't mean you can't wrestle still. Yeah. Thing, yeah. So it's a bit. Oh, and yeah. 
Imagine the world where we have Sean Strickland, Colby Covington, and uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley as uh, oh, three of our Red UFC. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, I, um, I might have to watch it totally legally. Totally legally. Yep. Come at me, Dana. <laughs> uh, Dan, listener question for you for last week, mate. Because you weren't here, and I mean, I wasn't here last week, and it was the week before. But if you had to swap lives with anyone on the panel here, who would it be? And why? Look, mate, I've had my answer for this since last week editing last week's podcast. I'm going to go with Brennan. Ooh. Because we basically like all the same shit. So my life wouldn't change except for having a job <laughs> and being five foot even. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. I was going to say, you can't mention the no job having part, but then you, you hit him with the uh, five foot the even. Thing. <laughs> so you got him there. <laughs> Well, okay, yeah. fair enough. It's it's, uh, yeah. it's good nice that someone simple. finally wants to be me. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so that's it, nice and simple, is it? Yeah, uh, beautiful. Yeah, well, uh, big thank you to Kyle for uh, for for that one. As always, Kyle. There you go, Kyle. Your, Before we get into this, got in we've row. got a lot of listener questions here. I think everyone sort of saw the success of Brad's first and only listener question. <laughs> And everyone's trying to pick up their game. We've got some be- right. we've got some good ones and, here. Uh, after that one, uh, Brad's one and done. He hasn't put another one. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he, he can. He probably didn't even listen to the response to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, probably one of the only people that uh, the TikTok missed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. This is a great question. One's Kyle's fucking been coming in with some absolute dollars the last Yeah. Now, um, this one's from Kyle. So it goes, boys. Would you rather play for your childhood club for $5,000 a week or for their rivals for $100,000 a week, Dan? Look, 100K is a lot of money, but fuck red and white, as in the East Campton Eagles. I, 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 I almost saw this as the team that you supported as a kid. Yeah, Which look, oh. take, take it as either way. But I if, mean, it says childhood club. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well then you take it how you want. We'll yeah, that's how it. I take yeah. it. Okay, go on. I'd rather play for the for Warriors for five k a week. I think you're a fucking retard. <laughs> I don't give a fuck, Brandon. How about you, mate? Um, I I took it the same way as Dan, and uh, I would play for the Eagles. I would earn my hundred k a week. By the end of the year, I would then buy East Campbelltown Eagles, fold the club, and then there is only the Warriors. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's my plan, but I don't well, know. Well played. How about you, James? But I saw this, like, your childhood club is the team that you support yes. as a child. I agree. So, like, when you ask a NRL player their childhood club, they're talking about the team that they used to support before they started playing. Mm, true. So, um, yeah, um, I'll be taking my 100K. I'll be going to Penrith and winning comps galore. <laughs> or 100K. <laughs> yep. 100K a week to win comps galore. Yes, please. Fair enough. Um, geez, who's the Tigers' biggest? It'd be Parra, right? Um, Parra or Penrith? Parra, I wouldn't think Penrith. I'd say yeah, I feel like it's Parra because we play like, um, we have that Easter Monday every yeah. time. Now, um, that's like, that's like Parramatta's problem. Yeah. I've got the. Manly and Bulldogs yeah. as well. It's like, uh. yeah, exactly. Look, five k a week to play for the Tigers, or a hundred k to play for the uh, Paramount. There's not a man alive who would take the cheaper pay packet or their loved club. You're not taking an extra ninety five k a week to play for your rival. You're a dope. 
Yeah, because I wouldn't want to play for the Sharks. Fuck that. Well, that's what I'm getting <laughs> out here. Is that I'll play... Play, for each... play against each other. I'm going to play with Nico Hyde. Yeah. I'm going to take the five game. <laughs> well, well, again, you guys have choices. It's either against each other or you got um, yeah. Douths and uh, Manly. Yeah, true. So you either make the right choice like James and myself or you make the wrong one. <laughs> Cash is king, boys. That's Cash right. is king. That's right, because when these guys are playing in their 40s and then they start becoming bricklayers because they're earning five grand a week, <laughs> me and this bloke here, we're divvying up our millions and travelling to Bora Bora every fortnight. I'm I'm only playing in the NRL for about three years on, the, on that contract before I ship off to France and I start playing for baguettes. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Who touched my baguette? But look, that's a great listener's question from Kyle. Um, Very mixed answers there. Okay, so this one here is coming at us from Matty C. And Matty C is asking, what is the funniest moment you have witnessed whilst out on the drink? Um, I don't know if a lot of what we've witnessed can be said. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm going to need some time to think of a podcast story. Uh, Brandon, do you have anything, mate? I do, I do. Um there's obviously probably a lot of funny stories you can't tell, as you said, and uh, some that I will not tell because I don't want to repeat them. But um, my one, I, I think back to like a festival, like that's there was a, a funny moment after a festival. Everyone's obviously pissed as a newt and uh, some guy has jungle juice. And for uh, listeners who don't know what jungle juice is, you smell it and it gives you a bit of a... Or it also can loosen your asshole. Each to their own. <laughs> um, but some blokes offering it around to people. Um, he offered to me. I did not sniff it. <laughs> but then he offers it to some other guy who's absolutely hammered. And he, the guy just grabs it, skulls the whole thing, <laughs> downs it, right? And then after that, one second later, to the bushes, throwing his guts up. He could not. Like, I don't think you're supposed to drink that stuff, but I'm guessing after it, his asshole is like this. <laughs> but that was pretty off the top of my head. I think that's pretty, yeah, pretty good story. Yeah. God. Anyone uh, yeah, else? That's a good one. Dan, do you have yours, mate? I ain't got anything. You don't? Honestly. <laughs> oh. this, is, this part can't be on the. I've got the most. Fucked one of games, but it cannot that's, be said. That's, I've got one that's probably on the same night. If we're thinking um my birthday in um when we were still in England. Oh, dude, I was thinking when we were in um, I was thinking uh Santa Pub Crawl. Oh, but Oaks thought it was. Fun. Oh yeah, yeah, can't <laughs> can't, say, can't that say that. I'll yeah. I'll start off with one that happened to me because I can only imagine how funny it would have been to everyone else. Sure. Is it podcast safe? Yeah, it's podcast safe. Okay. The rest of what happened after the story, Lucas will know later, wasn't too safe. Not very anyway, birthday, England, um, on a Kentucky, doing Kentucky stuff. Um, hook it up with two birds out the front. This is a new, too many tequila shots. I trip, and I've dragged two birds out of me. My head hits a cab wheel, gives myself a slight concussion. The girls are... I, I, Hope they were fine. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine that would have had to be the funniest thing. <laughs> Just witness to everyone on that sidewalk. <laughs> only James could do yeah. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Lucas knows how stupid and funny the rest of that. You know, <laughs> I do. Uh, well, mine actually happens to be from that same night. And um, me and Farlow weren't actually feeling too well. Um, you know, we, we were in England, obviously. And um, we went home at probably about midnight, 1 a.m. 
and me and Farley were rooming together and we're laying in bed and I've fallen asleep and a couple of hours later I get awoken to this knock at the door. Farlow, in classic lazy fashion, just refuses to get up. So I walk over to the door, I open the door, and in the opposite doorway facing the other person's door, face up against it, is James. I'm like, James, mate, what are you doing? It's so close. So he didn't know which room he was in. No, which room. He's turned around and he says, fight me. And I'm like, what do you, fight you? What do you mean? He goes, fight me right now. I'm like, James, no, mate, get come to bed. I'm not fighting you. We've got to leave in like, Three hours. We've got to be on a bus to go to France <laughs> to get to the um get to the docks and across to France. He refuses for a good half an hour to 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 move anywhere unless I fight him. So I close the door. I come back out ten minutes later, and now he's facing our door. <laughs> um, constantly trying to drag him in, trying to keep him calm, have a drink of water. He refuses. Says he wants to fight me. Um. Then he says, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. He says he needs to go to the toilet. And we said, just close the door, mate. Don't need to lock it. We need, just make, we need to make sure that you wake up in two hours to come. He goes, no problem. He closes the door, quick, straight away, <laughs> just locks it instantly. We're banging on the door. James, open up. Well, this happened. James, we're knocking on the door. James, open up. Seriously, mate. He's passed out. Probably just sitting there on the toilet, just asleep, right? Um, me and Farlow, we decide, and Oxy, we decide, fuck it, we're going back to bed. We go back to bed. We wake up when our alarms go off to go. You're still locked in there. We got so mad at you. I think it was me and Oxy got so mad at you that um, we kept trying to wake you up to go. We're all packed. Our stuff's yeah. down there. We just said, fuck it, we're going. And we left you. Yeah. I think Farlow must have like persisted. Here, and, then, and then everyone is on the bus. Everyone's on the bus ready to go. The ladies doing a head check on everyone, and James stumbles on. Still pissed. <laughs> Still pissed. Proper mute. Fell asleep minutes later, but he stumbled on, and the whole Kentucky bus of about forty people was giving him a round of applause, mate, because <laughs> he looks like he had a big one. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's my um, that's my favorite. That was like a hell of a birthday. <laughs> yeah, mate, it was actually my birthday eve. That's the eve of the party. Yeah, part. that was, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I can think of a now that I've like had a moment to oh, here think. We go. I can think of a funny not story. Another, not another May story, please. No, no, no. <laughs> it wasn't of the night out. It was the morning after. All right. It was on actually the person who's asked this question's bucks. Ooh. It's a safe Good old Matty C. Matty C. <laughs> the morning we went to paintball. Hey. <laughs> and he's sitting at the back of the bus, absolutely hungover as fuck, <laughs> trying not to fall asleep when he wanted to go play paintball. Yep. And... What ungodly hour of the morning was it? Like nine o'clock or some shit? We, After we'd all just fucking been out of the drink. Yeah. yeah. We had to, been out till like five o'clock. We had to drive all the way back to where we came from. Like we're back to our hometown to go to paintball and then to come <laughs> back. Yeah. So Maddie C is sitting there in the back of the bus, just fucking like hanging on for dear life, trying not to throw up and fall asleep. And Lucas over there in the, next to him is just like poking him. Saying you wanted this, you fuck. Like, you you better not fall asleep. What shit me the most was that when we were trying to sleep at a decent time, he'd refuse to let anyone sleep. When he invited those fucking randos back to the house. Yeah, yeah. So fuck you, Maddie. And then as soon as we get off the bus, he runs over to a bush and fucking throws off. Remember, fuck you, Maddie. Well, obviously, you get sidetracked, but remember the 
bus driver reversed into the fence. <laughs> Dude, yeah, we're going, mate. Stop. Fucking stop. Mm. Whoa, big fella. Good guy. Uh, that he sees uh, uh, the questions from us was uh, what do you hope for? Like, yeah. he just got turned back on him. 100%. Ah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, guys, another great one from, from Kyle Haywood. Best memory of high school. You guys have a best memory of high school? Leaving. Leaving. <laughs> Leaving? Is that your best memory, Dan? Yes. There you go. Oh, I fucking hated it. Go and play an AFL, having a great day, and then coming back and finding out that people were searching for me all day to do an interview with Channel 7. I was like, huh. <laughs> there you go. Brandon, what about you, mate? Um, I'm pretty much the same as Dan. I, know you, I remember a memory that there was a chick that thought I was the football guy. She came up to me and asked me, are you the guy who can like kick it over people and regather it and that sort of stuff? I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that chick is now a bloke. That play football. <laughs> yes, that me. <laughs> yes, I can play football. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, best memory of high school. Dude, seriously, my one's... Do you remember the last day and where the entire school gave us like a guard of honour where we walked out? Sort and- of. I was, um, was, was that the day that we came back and did the graduation? Or- oh, dude, I can't remember. All I remember is that uh, we started in the library and then we walked down the ramp and the entirety of the school was yeah. like there. Yeah. And they were, you know, like from year so 7 awkward. to year 11. Yeah, you reckon that was... Oh, dude, I loved it. I thought that was fucking <laughs> awesome. One, we were leaving. That yeah. was it. And, um, oh, yeah, pretty much that. But, <laughs> yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was a fucking great memory, that one. Mm. <laughs> I'm so so much I cared about it. I yeah, there you, go. That, well, there you go. I gave you a good one, Kyle. These blokes. Actually, you know, walking around the school with old Kyle and Stevan as well, mate. That was always good every lunchtime. But... What about handball every uh... yeah, hand <laughs> hand Oh, mate, that was good stuff. Um, handball every lunch. A class of um, SLR where um, the kids two years younger than us, they had some good uh, footy players and were playing tag. They uh, They were beating us. We just sort of got a bit pissed off and started taking it serious. Then we beat him that bad, we got detention. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Clark, fuck that bloke. Mr. Clark, if you're listening, get fucked. Well, he's a principal now. I think he is, or like um, deputy or something. Yeah, but that was a good one. Um, last listener's question for the week. I'm loving him, guys. Keep him rolling yeah. here. Matty C has asked, if the couch commentators were in a horror movie, who would be the first killed? And who would survive? Can I answer this first? Because oh, I think we all know I'm the first one dead. Because <laughs> I'd be too slow. The second I read that, I said, I'm run, I run faster than Dan. I think I'll be okay. <laughs> How dark am I allowed to get on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Were you going to set traps for us and while you run away? No, I'll finish myself before they get to me. <laughs> or I will be the killer. <laughs> yeah, look. Um, depends what they're chasing us with. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if they're with a knife... Thank yourself. Yeah, seriously. I've watched enough uh, movies. So yeah. That was where I was going to go. I was going to pick myself for... Uh, I'll just turn around and be like, come on, bro. Let's oh, so I, mate, you, you don't want to see what happens when I see Red and get mad. <laughs> I'm, I'm from Campbelltown, bro. I've dealt with many of If I get Red like Dana White... You better not be there. Yeah, Goofcon fucking won. I don't know if you guys uh, agree with me. Who would survive? If you give this man an axe, right? He's just going <laughs> to fuck. <laughs> I've got the axe and I'm just like, oh, you think you're safe running over there? Pew! 
Yeah, if, if he's the killer, Mr. none of us is safe because he could just absolutely. You know what? If we were in front of him, he'd be fucked. If we were slightly to the left, uh, oh, I'm, so I'm a staircase on my left. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, we're, we're put a number we're seven on our backs and yeah. we're done. I'm a fuck spill. <laughs> yeah. well, it happens to be the last round. Clutch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think um, if Lucas was the killer and we're on a golf course. You just have to look out for flying golf clubs. That's, that's usually the case for me, yeah. <laughs> like, the, like the Simpsons when they do the um, joke of the Terminator and he's running with the car. <laughs> I can't, he's in a geo. <laughs> Classic Simpsons. <sighs> God, well, um, we'll move on then, guys. Um, bit of horse racing, a couple of little things here and there. Obviously, guys, Zaki on Saturday. Um, Look, one of the one of the, uh, was it a jockey or a trainer? One of them said that J Mac got the ride wrong on Zaki, yes. saying that the inside run where he eventually took and went to the lead on the fence was about one and a half lengths slower than being about three to four wide where Dom to shoot came from. Was that hindsight though? Or yeah, oh, look, yes, yes, it was hindsight. Well, what, was it hindsight or but I, was I'm it happening sure. throughout the day? That's the, the thing is, I don't know if J Mac had another ride that day. Yeah, I think it was one point. and done on J Mac. Oh no, Zaki. So yeah. if he didn't have any rides other than Zaki, how was he to know? Because was wasn't he yeah. off to fucking Hong Kong the next yeah. th that night? Yeah, yeah. So he wouldn't have been racing much. Yeah. So unfortunately, guys, Zaki, uh, Zaki went down there. Um, as we said earlier in the podcast, it goes to show that old age is undefeated, unless you're LeBron James. Um, uh, now, Ollie, Damien Oliver, guys, uh, his last run will be on Saturday in uh, in Ascot, and he'll be running in one of the races on that day is the Damien Oliver Gold Rush. He's on Unamek, barrier 17. I think no matter what, don't care what it's paying, that will be an omen bet for me, is to back Damien Oliver in that race. Uh, a fantastic career with about 128 Group 1 wins to his name. So solidifying himself as currently the greatest of all time of Australian jockeys. Um, what a career. Can't Absolute wait to see what weapon. what he does after racing, whether that be a horse trainer, media, whatnot. It'll what, be he great. might actually put on 5 to 10 kilos and relax for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. That could be the case. Yeah. Um, that was Saturday, guys. Sunday, uh, for those of you that watched the live stream, we were here on the Hong Kong International Race Day, um, and my God, we were we were blessed with, you know, of the four big races, um, every every one was fantastic. Uh, you had the French Raider win the first race, which whose name is uh, skipping my skipping my mind at the moment, but it won the Hong Kong Vars. You had the highest rated sprinter in the world, Lucky Swain S, win the Hong Kong Sprint. You then had Golden 60 returning as an eight-year-old after over 220 days off from the widest barrier, truck up three wide and put four lengths on a fantastic group one field in the space of about 10 strides. Dominance. It was ridiculous. Rid Crazy. Ridiculous. Like, like what, what more can you say about Golden 60? Shout out, Vincent. <laughs> Vincent Ho, Francis Liu. I was listening to so uh, RSN Racing Pulse, another podcast. Um, Greg Carpenter, who is working in Hong Kong for the Hong Kong Jockey Club now, was uh, Victoria's handicapper for years. He's worked in racing administration for 42 years. Um, he's the one that gave incentivized extra weight. Melbourne Cup. But I'll leave that. <laughs> so um, Michael Felgate on the racing racing pulse said, um, 
who do you think was the better horse, Winks or Golden 60? Obviously, he's been in both jurisdictions, and this guy said Golden 60 is, is the most perfect racehorse he's ever seen. Wow. He's seen Black Caviar. He's seen Winks. He's seen Kingston Town. He said that, that Golden 60 is, is the most perfect athlete well, it has had a couple of losses. <laughs> it has, it's had three losses, thirty starts, twenty-seven yeah. wins, a couple of fir- a couple of seconds in the third. Well, Winks after its first first race. Well, I think Winks ended up with a with a record of about uh, forty-five starts for thirty-seven. And how many of them were yeah. in a row? No, 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 that's <laughs> like I think it was only the first couple of races that lost. I'll have a I'll have a quick gander, Rudy. So forty-three starts, thirty-seven wins. Okay, yep. Yep, so um, she, she won her last 33 races in yeah, a row. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so he said over 1,600 metres, he, he, he reckons that Golden Six yeah. have her, but anything past that would be yeah. all winks. But um, yeah, God, so Golden 60 apparently has two runs left in him. The Stewards Cup, which will be uh, at the end of January. And then at the end of April will be the Champions Mile. So hopefully we can come here on a Sunday and uh, do some live reactions to the uh, the King of Hong Kong, their greatest ever racehorse. Sounds good. And um, guys, the Cox Plate winner, Romantic Warrior, going back and winning the Hong Kong Cup. Uh, J-Mac lifting him over the line the last couple of strides. What more can you say? Making a habit of that. He just. Well, he could have done it for Zaki, but uh, <laughs> someone's uh, Leachy's lock got a miss. But <laughs> no, nah, what a run, what a ride, romantic warrior. Yeah, looked like it was going to get done. Yeah. Well, I thought Luxembourg that came at him. Yeah. He looked gone on the turn. Yeah. He looked gone. And um, yeah, it just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. But J Mac, you know what? I, I I I know jockeys might say things at different times and whatnot, but J Mac. Last year said Animo, tough as guts, you know, he's he's the toughest he's ridden. He said on the Saturday, on Sunday, sorry, he said Romantic Warrior is the toughest horse he's ever ridden. You know, would put his neck out, you know, yeah. he wants to win, he wants to be in the front, but like to come to come to the Cox plate and then go back and do two weeks quarantine and then run in the Hong Kong Cup and win, fantastic. Yeah, it's not an ideal prep, is it? Fuck no, dude. Fuck no. But um It gets a great field, obviously. Hmm. So, um, yeah, and then, uh, guys, not, not much happening this weekend. You've got um, the, uh, the, the, gold, the um, gold Rush, Damien Oliver Gold Rush in, uh, in Ascot, and other than that, just a lot of benchmark races. So horse racing, that'll be it for now. Yeah, well, responsibly. Um, NRL talk. This will be interesting. Thought, it's middle of December, and we still have NRL talk. Mm. There's always something, mate. Yeah, but the... Uh, to the rejoice of me and many West Tigers fans around the country, the NRL, uh, sorry, the West Tigers board has been completely swept and cleaned out. Lee Hachipantelis and his stupid fucking fedora and Justin Pascoe have been sacked and removed. Guys, on behalf of West Tigers fans, I can tell you this is this is probably the greatest. Yesterday was probably the greatest day since 2005 in the club's <laughs> history. That's not a piss take. This, is, is, this is something that means a lot to all the fans and hopefully... This um, can lead us forward and uh, you know, onto onto some finals. Shut your stupid fucking uh, mouth, Dan. That's the thing. Like, I, I, I'm not exactly sure how long these guys have been in charge, but they've been in charge for a while. What's it been, 12 years since your last finals or so? Uh, 13. 13. Uh, either way, 12. still a big number. 
you've only like even throughout your whole club's history, you've made the finals four times. Like, obviously, we've only been around since like that's twenty-four years. Two thousand, two thousand or ninety-nine. Two thousand. 24 years, four times being in the finals. Not a great record. Yeah, but great. we are supposed to be won a premiership and yeah. you've not. Yeah, been. I know. <laughs> but that's what I mean. There's been problems. Like, There's always been something. Yeah, There's always been something. You've had, been had that a... one great year and everything seemed to align. Okay. But other than that, there seemed to have been issues and hopefully this time you just get the right people in. Yeah. Like Melbourne have been around one, one more year than the Tigers have and look at their record. Yeah. There's always been a massive divide in the club as well. So hopefully this can bring... Well, hopefully we stop acting as a fucking, you know, two separate benches and, and, and you know... That's it, yeah. We're That's West it. Tigers, mate. We're Balmain and we're Magpies. Half of your board has always been half-half and it's always been like, oh, we think it's better for, our, like, for the Balmain side. We think yeah. it's... Like, and there's always a big clash of who, who... You're almost better off going to Western Australia, finding some AFL fans that have no fucking clue even where Leichhardt or Campbelltown is. And saying, hey, guys, run our club. Mm. So you're saying move West Tigers to Western Australia? Yes. <laughs> and you can keep them as the West Tigers. That's yeah. big come from the Sharks and they've got hey. no beers. We're up to uh, 42. I think I said it like the first episode. So first episode I was on. <laughs> yeah, well, um, look, I mean, on behalf of Tigers fans, you know, onwards and upwards, gentlemen. But um, you guys see the four NRL players that they sent to Vegas this week? Yeah. You'd imagine <laughs> like each club has sent... A player, like not the NRL. But they got to fix better players. Yeah, that's but, I like um, the Rabbitohs were the only ones that went. I'll oh, pick one of our guns. Yeah, we give a shit. Yeah. I mean, of all people, like fucking Manly send Woodsy. Aaron Woods. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's personality. Sends Jerbo. To be fair, right? Sending Woodsy. He's a media personality with his yeah. stuff with um, Triple M. Triple M. Yeah, I suppose. And well spoken. Not going to get himself into trouble. I can understand Woodsy. I think the Walters. four captains would have been cool. <laughs> Walters is the uh, nepotism. Like we Daddy. all made the, yeah, we all made the joke beforehand about um like yeah, he's only playing because his dad's a coach. He played pretty well this year, like yeah, they yeah, made yeah. a final. <laughs> then I uh, gotta send a player over to <laughs> represent uh, our club. Yeah, represent our club, go over to um, Las Vegas. Hey uh son, do you wanna Free trip to the <laughs> to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how that went. And then you got um Spencer. I've got no <laughs> clue why, out of an illustrious club like the Roosters with so many big stars, they picked a guy that only has just come to the club <laughs> and that I've never seen heard spoke. <laughs> so tell us about the Roosters. Oh yeah, I only just joined. Uh, yeah. I don't know anything about the club at all. <laughs> Maybe instead of the yacht that um old mate gives him, he gave him a free trip to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. What's his name? No, 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 Nicky um, Pilatus. Nicky P, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah that's... Uh, I reckon they should have at least brought one, like the captains, surely, like to represent your club. I don't yeah. know, it just feels weird. Like imagine a Tedesco over there or a Reynolds, yeah. mate. Like, Cherry Evans. And you could play their highlights packages, well, right? And people would be like, oh, these guys are pretty good. These guys' highlight packages, mate, Woodsy's running backwards. Everyone that has a highlights package is Campbell Graham. That's, that's the other thing. Like, Roosters have some of the greatest gifted, like, naturally gifted athletes. Then a Daniel Tupo that's fucking three metres tall or a Suwali'i that's eight, uh, now 19 or whatever, and, yeah, built to the shit house and super tall. Yeah. yeah, but 
They don't know that. Yeah, you, they think it's the same sport. Did you see any of the like actual interviews and that sort of stuff? They're trying to hype us up being yeah. like, it's a collision, no pads, all this sort of stuff. But it's Aaron Wood saying that. And he's turned backwards and he's pedaling into the line. Oh, he's getting <laughs> smacked by Jason Tamalola. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, they, yeah, we, we, we do feel like they could have. Maybe. Yeah. Um, guys, one of the signings news. Um, now, I don't feel like this is shocking to anyone, or it could be because, you know, they have heaps of money, or do they have any money? But the Bulldogs sign of the out, uh, sorry, the Bulldogs pull out of the race to sign Fanua Blake, Adam Fanua Blake. Um, I never thought they were going to sign him. Me either. I thought they can't afford a... him. Yeah. Brandon? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, them pulling out makes it a. Supposedly a two-horse race, but there might be a third horse in the uh, Sharks are looking at yeah, um, potentially sharks. throwing their, their name in the ring. So. No, that's all right. You'd still find a way to choke in the comes final time. Mm, I'd be happy with him. Oh, you 100%. would be, dude. Like, all <laughs> jokes aside, he's a weapon. And you wouldn't be super surprised if um, Finucane retired at the end of this year. Yeah, so you get even more monies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I'm hoping the Dragons get him because then, yeah, we need a good front row with it. Fucking goes forward. And yeah. A, and a captain for the club next year when Ben Hunt leaves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he came out, he said he's committed for this year. For this he's, year. <laughs> he's committed for 2024. Uh, guys, the West Tigers sign Solomon Alaimola. Oh, for a second, I was like, who the fuck is that? But, uh, I did hear about this. Well, let me tell you something. I got a phone call from Matty C last night, <laughs> hyping him up. Going, how good is this? How, you know, he, I said, mate, I said, mate, who is he? He goes, he's a young gun, mate. And I'm like, Matty, he, he, I guarantee he's not young. He goes, yeah, he's like 18 or 19. Like, mate, fucking Google him right now. <laughs> he goes, oh, he's, he's 28. <laughs> and I said, yes, mate. Yes. Is he a fucking rugby union player? It's, it's hard to get excited. As a Tigers yeah. fan, yeah. most of the time. But, but um, what do they say? Super rugby flyer. I super think rugby it... flyer. Um, rookie of the year. He won rookie of the year 12 years ago or something. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll play reserve grade, might get a game or two. Yeah, I, I see it as a junior tupo, you yeah. know, rocks. Sorry, junior tupo over the Tigers where one game like against you guys at one time, he smashes, but then every other game yeah. he's rocks and diamonds. Yeah. He could be rocks and diamonds. That's cool. um, I'd love for him to get a chance in the wing and not for Luma not after what the whole last week has been, but we'll see. Mm. I reckon we uh, should react to him. Uh, Get hyped like Matty C did. Maybe we should. <laughs> Maybe we should. There's a player coming up that I definitely think we have to do a reaction for. Yeah. Corey Allen. Corey Allen. <laughs> the Dragons have signed Corey Allen. Dan, give me your thoughts. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let me just compose myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, That's about it? I don't really care for him, eh? But oh, yeah. I think it's a great depth signing because you got yeah, Sloan. Yeah. That's not working. You're going to try out... Um, Lomax, these are rumors. Like, at fullback, Lomax at fullback. That's the rumor going around. Right. Yeah. He, won't have to, he won't have to flick, to, flick past anyone, there, which is always good. But, then, but then, if both of them don't work, Corey Allen's perfect to step in, finish the season until you I'll, make more plans. I was thinking more of a winger, but... Well, that's, he, can, that's, he easily can play winger, center. Yeah. But, like, probably yeah. winger more than center. But he, the fact that he's won a State of Origin series at fullback. Put some respect on the man's name. Yeah, Rabbitohs didn't want him. Bulldogs didn't want him. Roosters didn't want him. But Dragons, oh, he's going to be a superstar. Dragons will take the sloppy fourths. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, that's that. You, know, um, <laughs> you guys have really stitched me up here. Oh, come on. <laughs> We've all tried to say this name in the past. We can do this. All right, boys. So the Sydney Roosters have signed Mark Nawakanatawase. No, 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 no. Use the G's. Nawanganitawase. Nawanganitawase? Yeah. Yeah. How's that? Nawanganitawase. Like Wagga Blake? Wagga Blake? Yeah. Oh, where's he? <laughs> yeah. Um, so look, he's uh, he was a Wallabies player, guys. Uh, winger One of the their Wallabies. hottest talents. One of their hottest talents has given the big this to uh, Rugby Union Australia, the ARU. Sorry, I think he flips off Suleti on his way out because they swap over at twenty five. They've done a proper straight swap there. So, like, yeah, I think um, is <laughs> it uh, uh, Waratahs as well? So it's is he Tars as well? Yeah. yeah. So, How old is his old mate Mark? Uh, I want to say twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. I think he was part young, of the yeah. new generation that um. Oh, wait, Eddie Jones. Yeah, fucking Eddie harping Jones. on about. But um, exciting. Very exciting for them. As James said, it's almost like a, you know, you're out, you're in sort of deal here. Um, I suppose that's that's one of their wingers sort of for the next X amount of time, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Peter Volandis and Uncle Nick got together and were like, you know what, they're taking Suali'i. Maybe we just throw a bit of cash at the old market. 23 years old, so yeah, very <laughs> young still. Yeah, so still very young, yeah. The Roosters are going to have two good wingers next year. Like this bloke, and then they got Dom Young as well. Yeah, Dom and, and um, Tupo's still got a few years in him as well, so... He does. Yeah. Tupo's like 37. He's not I, know, I feel like he? he is, anyway. I'll, search, um, <laughs> that. I'll quickly search up Tupo. You guys can keep talking. Yeah, well... um. Guys, is is that all we're going to talk about? No one at the Would Would you do a... A deal where you just give it early, like give them oh, both early, right, swap them. Right. <laughs> yeah. never been some like strong boy. So yeah. as long as his body's fit, I think he'll still be good because he's still sure. gonna be able to jump high. I'm, I'm he doesn't have sure. to jump to catch a ball. He's already three meters tall. Yeah, he's already I'm, taller than everybody else. So I'm pretty sure he's like the last remaining player of when they versus the Dragons back in 2010. Yeah. In the grand final. Jesus. But yeah, as I was saying, would you do it an early deal? Just like you're going there, you're going here. May as well just. Do it this year, mate. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, I heard this on a different podcast, but it was a good point. The Roosters have to be thinking we can win a comp next year, right? They've got the squad. Like They should they should have been up there this year, right? Yep. Yeah. They're definitely a better team um, with Suwali'i that's played rugby league all these years, shown what he can do, than a unknown prospect, however talented he is. Because like, his defense might need work and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. All right, I like it. I like it. <laughs> and their halves need to stay fit. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. All takes football is football one little head knock. Yeah, they have to win games weeks. and win the comp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Team, team that year. wins games win comp. Who knew? Uh, <laughs> Penrith Secrets unlocked on the Couch Commentators <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right, guys, so for the Couch Commentator's best bets this week, uh, I, Lucas, am going to Ascot. We're going to race for number seven, Super Pink. Uh, the Daniel Morton trained Galloper, uh, one of the outstanding three-year-olds uh, in WA with Craig Williams aboard. So once again, that is Starstruck Classic Race 4, number seven, Super Smith. James? Uh, we're going to Randwick Race 6. Um, we are jumping on the number 10, Boston Rocks. Um, do I have a lot to say about it? No, I've just sort of found it uh, today. So, need a winner, paying three dollars twenty. Form guard guru, Brandon. Okay, I'm uh, I'm off the Gawler this week. Oh, so, uh, Bottom of the barrel. I've I've backed uh, 
No, Zaki didn't get the win before that. I did get a win on another favorite, but uh, <laughs> this time I'm going to my black book, you know, uh, a couple of Leechy's locks uh, ago. I'm going Jacks on ice. It's had a good trial, got a, got a first. It's come back in class from a benchmark, I think 80 or 82, back down to a benchmark 74. So I think it's a good horse and I think it'll win. It's at Gawler, race number eight, number two, Jacks on ice paying $6.50. Gamble responsibly, obviously. You beauty, Jackson Ice. Dan. Rob, this week I'm going to Caulfield Race 9, number 10, Beretta. Well, I think before rest it had three wins in a row, so I'm hoping it can continue that form. Don't yep. have a form guide on me right now to tell how much it's paying. But 13s, mate. 13s. $13, yep. That's, that's healthy. That's a healthy amount. That's healthy. I think <laughs> and the, it's a first up specialist too, mate, so we ooh. could be on here, Dan. I think in the um, horse racing multi, I might put a place on it. Yeah, fair, that's fair. I'd definitely fair. be going for the win for my Dan's decision. There you go. Gamble yeah, responsibly. Nice. Beautiful, boys. Um, guys, anything else to add this week? Another great podcast. Yeah, just a great no, long, one, one long one this time. Look forward to being uh, TikTok famous for the you know <laughs> the foreseeable future. Absolutely, the fame go to our heads, boys. Yep, yep. Absolutely. Well, uh, yeah, good stuff, guys. Um, make sure listeners' questions, send them in. We're happy to read them out and do them. It's always a great laugh. But um, guys, make sure you uh, like, comment, subscribe, follow us on all our social media pages and platforms, and we will see you next week. Bye.